Silman Fusion. Beginning in five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff, TNG. Who? The longest-running geek-related podcast out there, Geek Stuff, TNG. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, also, really. Who the hell are you? I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Um, I'm Spider-Man, then. I am the Senate. I am the Sandwich. I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! Like dumb, I'm smart and I want respect. They don't know what it's like running a sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that. He's making me cry. I'm Groot. I am Batman. I am West Coast Scott. Great Scott. Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev. Who the hell knows why talent does what they do? That's why they're talent. Me and Scott. Yeah. The real talent on the show. Oh, boy. I like to say. You're going to need a bigger potion. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime. Why did you say that name? Punch it! This is fantastic. 750 episodes. I'm calling to congratulate you. This is Superfan David D. And I want to tell you, I've been around, I can't say for 750 episodes. Maybe half of that. Maybe 300, maybe. I'm thinking. I'm trying to figure it out, but I really can't. But anyway, so once you know, I miss, I miss Scapegoat. I remember Scapegoat. I remember PK. I remember my pal Monty. So I remember all those guys who used to help you out. But I think Scott's doing a great job, Kevin. I really do. And look at that. Look at Sandwich. How great is he? He came to Huracan this year. Sandwich is the man. And i got to tell you, one thing I'd suggest is I want to have more singing by Big Kev. I think Big Kev should take suggestions, maybe sing a lot of, uh, I don't know, Saturday morning TV shows or old uh, sitcom uh, themes or something like that. I think Kev would do a great job. And, Scott, I want to know if you can get AI to make a photo of Sandwich in cake with 750 candles on the cake. And Big Kev blowing them out. Maybe you could make like a Patreon exclusive something so we could see it. That would be fantastic. And really, guys, thanks again for all the love of Huracan. You guys have helped us out a lot. We're getting more word out about Huracan. Huracan is back this year again in July, July 20th, and also in November, on November 23rd. I'm hoping to get a sandwich sighting at the next Huracan. So, anyway, guys, congratulations. 
750 episodes. That is fantastic. Super fans say David D. saying thank you, and I'll keep listening. Bye-bye. Well, that was very nice of uh, Superfan David D. Yeah, so, it, you know, this is episode 750, and we wanted to play one message instead of a multitude of messages that kind of encapsulate. We're not making a big deal out of 750. Um, I mean, to some people, it's a noteworthy number, but for us, it's just kind of like, okay, 750. We, we're trying to get closer to 800. Yeah, we only so celebrate double zeros at this point, right? That's it, yeah. Once you get past 600, you only celebrate the hundreds. Speaking of double zeros, the sandwich joining us today. You're a jerk off. <laughs> His well, grandma listens to this show. I dressed nice dress nice for the occasion. I wore my best clothes, and you start off and call me double zero. Oh. That's a compliment. You're not good enough to be one zero. You are two zeros, my friend. Wow. You really showed me how much you care. It could be double O seven, double O anything else. No, nope, just double you O. You don't even give a person a chance. What if what if I just didn't you know, I could I could have left you just double zero, but then the rest of the bit was and I'm gonna put the seven in there. But you didn't, yeah. You immediately you jump oh, right yeah. to oh yeah, you're being yeah. insulted. Yeah, that that's that was the game plan here. You're such a fucking jerk. <laughs> the game plan is to do a show. Scott, produce. <laughs> well, let's start with the uh, social medias and all that stuff. Then make sure you're following the show on the Facebooks and Twitter X's and Instagram threads and I don't know whatever else there is out there. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can always do so over on the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash geeksuptng. Just a dollar a month gets you access to the show's private Discord server. $3 a month gets you the early bird special, so you get the shows as soon as we're done editing them. Typically, that's uh, Tuesday or Wednesday night. Uh, for $5 a month, you get access to the bonus round, which is vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, uh, and occasionally some uh, sandwich shops and other stuff in there. And then we also get, for $10 a month, you get to watch the show live and direct uh, when uh, we get the technology working. Yeah, sadly, we, the technology needs to go on another island to get fixed, which is not even a joke. It's just literally like there's nowhere on this island to fix the electronics. You know what I am going to try? I am going to record... This Recording episode. in progress. There we go. On the old Zoom arena and see if I can put that up on the Patreon. You know, mm -hmm. if you put the Zoom into gallery mode, you'll see all three of us at the same time. I wonder if that records. I think so. There we go. Beautiful. So we'll do that. And then... And you um, can post that to... Where? Yeah. Let's see. If you want to be a part of the show like Superfan David D, you can always call the GVM line like the many people that did to celebrate our 750th episode. Oh, I can go now? Yeah. Okay, cool. 201-730-2547. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I put, the, I put the three letters and the word in the middle of a sentence instead of ending the sentence with GVM line. 201-730-2547. Thank you. Or you can send us an email. TNG at gmail.com. All right. So what do you think? What, do, what should we start out with? Episode 750. Uh, let's okay. do this. Geek stuff. What's in the news? Hello there. You can't do it I while the effect's times. going on. I didn't. I heard the. you were seeing it while the other sound effect was going. Um, 
sad news to start the show with the opening song, Living in America. Oh, yeah. I'm so pissed about that for a lot of reasons. One of which is I met him and he was awesome, but he wasn't signing toys. And I was very upset about that. So I will live with that regret. Um, I have to say, too, one of the greatest Carl Weathers moments when they announced um, at Celebration, when they were when they first had announced Mandalorian and they were bringing out the cast out for the first time to meet fans. Um, when Carl Weathers came out, everybody started chanting, Apollo, 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 Apollo. And he was just, he was loving it. I mean, and it just kept going on and on. And finally he grabs the mic and he comes down sort of like to the front of the stage and he starts going, I want you, I want you, I want you. Very famous Apollo Creed uh, <laughs> lines. So um, that was really awesome. You can actually find that on YouTube. If you search like celebration, uh, Mandalorian, uh i'm not sure what introduction or or panel something like that but you have to get the first one when they first introduced so that's going back that's probably what four years ago maybe now something like that but um yeah you should absolutely see if i could clip it and 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 put it you know out uh i would but i don't know how to do that so (laughs) anyway yeah the consensus seems to be that he was a, a a pretty darn nice guy did you did you yep. watch uh did you see stallone's kind of uh farewell i didn't him? actually uh i didn't look i didn't look at anybody's i wanted to see him obviously i wanted to see stallone i wanted to see schwarzenegger um because predator um i wanted to see i was i know pedro pascal put something out and maybe John um, Favreau did also, um, but I honestly, I, I just didn't go look for them. I should. What did Stallone say? I mean, he just was saying how what a great person he was, what a great actor he was, how great it was to work with him. He he when he was doing it, he was standing in front of like that mur- that mural of like Rocky and uh, Apollo fighting. That's that was in like the Rocky movie. That's a painting. Yeah, the painting. Well, no, yeah, yeah. you're right. It's not a, but I mean, it's 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 a whole like wall size. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's painting. A big painting. So he, yeah. he, sta- he was standing in front of that as he talked about him. Um, That's just does it, he have that. I think Stallone owns that painting. I think it's hanging somewhere, it, which is probably why he had access. Yeah, to it. It, it looked like it was in like behind the bar in his house because that seemed to be where he was standing. So so yeah, yeah, it was it was, you know, it was emotional. And then I think the same thing, you know. Uh, Adam Sandler, Arnold Schwarzenegger, they all just said how Sandler great he was. was the other one I wanted to yeah. see. So. so, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's it's a great loss. And I mean, I, I wonder if if they had any filming on the next season of uh, of Mandalorian, if they just won't go back to, you know, they, they I mean, you know, they... They'll write him out. They'll, they, he passed away or, so, you know, or they'll make it a plot line. You know, Carl Weathers also directed a bunch of episodes of Mandalorian. Yeah. Also, I'm still trying to find the right position for this to be in. I, I'm not looking left all the time. Now, the the it's way the way the Mandalorian ended the last season is is all the Mandal like it was the place that Grief Cargo was the 
was in charge of, that's where they all settled, right? Didn't he give them the land there? Like, wasn't yeah. that going to be kind of like the new Mandalore? Um, is that how they ended that? I, I don't. I, honestly, or it, I don't at remember. the very least, it showed with... it showed, uh, you know, the Mandalorian with Grogu, kind of like at a at a homestead, right at yeah, at the that, end. That, end. That, that, yeah, he gave them that land. I'm pretty sure, but I don't think it's the new. I don't think it's the new Mandalore. I mean, the, did the Mandalorian settle there? That's the part that I don't I, remember. I feel like he invited them to. Whether they stayed or not, I don't. I don't know. Oh, maybe. But uh, but you know, I mean, it just it'll be they'll have to address it because theoretically that's where Din Djarin's going to be at the start of the next season, you know? So, yeah. you know, it could be that just somebody comes in and I mean, but it, the, what what it stinks could just is be that, that it opens at his funeral. Yeah. I mean, I guess they don't have to address it. It could be natural causes or yep. or or whatever. It doesn't have to like adjust whatever plot they already had figured out for it. So, but yeah, it's, it's Unless too bad. Unless somehow going to flip him. You know, like it do something more major with him, which I I doubt. I mean, I think if they were going to do that, they would have they would have planted the seeds for that already. I imagine. Yeah. I mean, he had a pretty major role in the in the third season. I think I don't think he can get much. I mean, you know, he was his whole thing with the pirates and all that stuff. Like mm-hmm. he was really a big part of the last season of it. So. Mm-hmm. Did Did I see them? Are they going to make a, a a movie, a Mandalorian yes. movie? So are they going to still do a season four and a movie, or are they just going to end it with a movie? I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard. They're talking about a movie. I don't know. Is there a season four? I hadn't heard that they committed to a season four. Not that I can't see that they wouldn't, but I didn't, I didn't see that they had. Yeah, I, I don't know that they had. I think that it's just kind of assumed that because it was so popular, it would get a season four. Didn't I see? Did I see a Book of Boba Fett season two? What? No. I thought I saw something about that, but maybe I, I didn't. didn't. I didn't see that. <laughs> Did you see that sandwich? No, I didn't see any of that. I didn't see that. I would have had problems about it and talked about it if I had seen that, because that's dumb. Dumb. Because, I mean, I don't, I don't know anyone who liked fucking... Even the, the only parts people like to Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, are the non Boba Fett parts. So just give us yeah, a Mandalorian at that point. Yeah, the episode that had just the Mandalorian in it. Yeah. And Grogu and Luke and uh, Ahsoka. Yeah. The non Boba Fett stuff was the best part of Boba Fett. So let's just do more of that, i.e., give us more Mandalorian. That seems to be the way. <laughs> See uh, what I did there? Because the catchphrase. Yeah. I'm funny. That's funny. All right. Um, so do you want to, I think let's uh let's get into the Vince McMahon stuff. Cause it oh. seems it seems clear that oh, we cannot get our schedule uh, aligned with the bad mother Canucker. He is a very popular person. Do you want to save it or do you want to talk, Vince? No, we can I mean, I guess we could talk the broad strokes and keep trying to get the mother canucker guess so there's a lawsuit that's been filed um by a young lady who worked for vince mcmahon apparently for quite a while and there is a lot of salacious sexual things being alleged um 
in there by this young lady. And, you know, it also names a number of people, um, other executives at the company, even a couple of wrestlers. Um, and it doesn't really look good for Vince. Yeah, I mean, some of the He's, stuff... I've it was bad enough for him to resign. I mean, they haven't been able to, well, I pardon mean, the pun, wrestle that company out of his grasp for 40 years now, and, and this is what it took to get rid of him. So he well, left the first time because of something like this. Yeah, yeah, he did. And you know what? He This, this woman already received a payoff. So, yeah, so. this is, you know, like... She's trying to get the payoff, uh, the the non-disclosure or whatever the fuck it's called. She's trying to get that lifted, the, the, the gag order, whatever it is. You know, the thing where she's not allowed to say anything. She's trying to get that lifted because she yeah. wants to be able to say things. So there you go. I mean, so um, some of the stuff I heard that did or did not happen allegedly um, allegedly because you know nothing is proven yet some of the stuff they were saying that he was asking of her and i guess other women to do um it, it sounds like something a super villain from a bad comic would do mm-hmm. some of this stuff um, so that vince mcmahon character the mr mcmahon character not far off the mark yeah, apparently he, you know, not a how, not a stretch of a performance. How does this man play a supervillain so well? Oh, because he is one. Kind of like the Big Kev character, you know. And then there, there's there's Kev, and then there's the character of Big Kev. No, all right, not the same. <laughs> not, not the same. No, listen, the, the Big Kev character. I, I love the joke about Kev, villain. but yeah, seriously, this fucking Vince McMahon is a real life supervillain. Some of the stuff they were saying that are alleged, you know, some of the um, activities that were partaken in. It's, it's, it's just, it doesn't sound real. Some of this shit, pun intended. I'll leave it at that. Uh, oh my. That's what I we mean, need on the soundboard. A we little George, George Takei. Takei. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. Oh my. We need the good long one too. Balloon. Nut. Find that TV commercial that he did. <laughs> Grab that one. What, what was he selling? Oh my! I think it was Samsung, but I don't remember. As long as it wasn't Samsung refrigerators, because they suck. Class action lawsuit. Okay. Um, let's see. How about uh, let's let's talk about the Grammys for just a moment. Uh, Miley Cyrus won her first Grammy. Everybody. Yes, I saw some stuff from that. Was it was it best topless performance at a live event? Uh, no, it was for the song Flowers. Okay. I, I just think, I mean, it it's a big deal because she's been around for a long time and this is her first Grammy. Um, here's, here's where it's not a big deal hmm. on this program. It's not in the genre. I get it. Um, it is pop culture, though. The other, the other thing that I think is interesting... It isn't. Oh, look, it's that shot again, Scott. What? Yeah, that's like a dolly oh, shot. Oh, oh, <laughs> special effects. Right? That looks like a horror movie. For those of you on the Patreon getting the uh, recording of this episode, 
you would see when Kevin moves his camera, it looks like one of those shots from the Evil Dead where everything in the background goes out of focus. Or no, Jaws does that too, right? Where they zoom in on Roy Scheider's face and then everything in the background. Shot, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, the other thing that happened at the Grammys, right, was that uh, Tracy Chapman came out to sing Fast Car with, uh, what's his name, that remade it and uh, got like a standing ovation. Everybody thought it was a big deal. Good for her. Yes. I, I'm happy for Miley. Good for her. Her family's weird, and she's one of them, but she's doing good, so good for her. You know, of all the people who went Disney and then went nuts and then has, like, come back around, you know, good for her. She's, like, the Go only one. Go for her. Go for her. Let's see. There were also uh, Lifetime Achievement Awards for, like, Gladys Knight and NWA. That's interesting. Yes. Good. That's a good pairing. <laughs> I'd like to hear that album. Gladys Knight and the NWA. And then uh, moving over to the Oscar nominations, the Oscar nominations came out. John Williams uh, is has broken his own record for the oldest person to be nominated uh, with the Indiana Jones soundtrack nomination. Well, he's not going to win, so nomination is lovely. What what What's going to win for the best score? Oppenheimer. Oh, yeah. I'll bet you. You think Oppenheimer's going to win for everything? Probably. Jeez, how many pictures are in best picture category these days? Didn't it used to be like four? Yeah, it's like eight now or something. Yeah, American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, Holdovers, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Oppenheimer, Past Lives, Poor Things, Zone of Interest. Jeez. I can't imagine Oppenheimer not winning. That would be really weird. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe the Oscar people feel like being different this year. Yeah. Or maybe maybe Barbie will win uh, since she got snubbed over at the Golden Globes. Um, snubbed. Snubbed. Let's see. No, she was snubbed at the Oscars too, wasn't she? Didn't they get like hardly any nominations? Oh, right. It, it, well, it got nominated for Best Actor. or for I'm sorry, for Best Picture. It is in the Best Picture but best director isn't there. So yeah, um Greta got snubbed there. Gerwig. Yeah, and then um also for best actress um what's her face isn't there either. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Best actress is uh Annette Benning, Lily Gladstone, Sandra Hewler. Uh, Carrie Mulligan, Emma Stone, anybody in the genre here? Emma, Emma Stone's going to win it. Have you seen Poor Things? I want to see that. Looks interesting. No, but from everything I hear, I liked it better in the early 80s when they called it Frankenhooker. Because <laughs> well, I read I read a, a thing the other day that it's like, it's it's like a, a Victorian era or turn of the century Frankenhooker, if you've ever seen that movie, which you probably haven't, and you shouldn't. <laughs> but uh, apparently it's a lot like that. That's what I keep hearing. I'm aware of that movie. I haven't movie. seen it, so I can't say. I do want I mean, to see it. Frankenhooker, I haven't seen the, the new one. The the other, what's uh, what's coming out uh, is, oh, I can't remember. It's, it's, like, it's like Jennifer Frankenstein. It's... Basically, a woman brings a, a high school girl brings a, a a boy back from the dead and like is replacing parts with by murdering other students, 
and it's written by Diablo Cody. So that means everybody in the movie will sound exactly the same and I'll be witty and smart, uh, just like Juno. Oh, good. That's what I want. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. What? I I liked that movie that she did that everyone liked, Juno. I liked that flick. It was I a good tell, movie. I but... can tell by the two minutes it took you to name it. I'm not saying Juno I, was a I bad need movie. A second. Oh, I'm sorry, Sam. Do you remember things right away all the time? Where's well, my fucking picture? Well, first of all, Scott said it a second ago, and they're like, oh, yeah, I like that, 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 that movie, uh, 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 Juno. Where's my picture? Fucking jerk off. I can't send you a fucking picture right now. I'm just saying. Talk about remembering. <laughs> what What are you, uh, Casey Kasem? Where's my pictures? Get Steve in here. Where are my pictures? Golf lunch God's going to break my ball mail. Over, over remembering stuff. All right. What else? Uh, are we? Oh, so I, I saw this news article and it really made me double take because we were last week we did the 50th anniversary of uh, Dungeons and Dragons. And so I see this. Here's the headline. Student father arrested RPGs found after threat to local high school. But yeah, I'm just like, RPGs? RPGs <laughs> I know. Well, it's literally rocket propelled grenades. But I'm like, what are they trying to say that? Dungeons and Dragons is responsible for uh, violence, but it was a, a literal rocket-propelled grenade. But the D&D acronym is a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the uh, acronym means something a little different to our uh, genre. So I thought that was funny. Let's see. Are we ready for uh, Deadpool three, Wicked, and Quiet OG Place? is involved with RPGs, according to what we're hearing. <laughs> All right. Do we want to do that? I don't really want to do that. I would not call OG a whistleblower in the slightest. I don't think that there was a goal nor some sort of accomplishment that he was looking for in sharing these documents. Of course, there's some anti-government sentiment, but that's not unlike most right-wingers in the modern day and age. OG was not hostile to the US government. However, he had disagreed with several occasions such as Waco and Ruby Ridge and thought that the government is overreaching in several aspects. Any claims that he is a Russian operative or pro-Russian is categorically false. He was, a, he was a young, charismatic man who loved nature, God, who loved shooting guns and, <laughs> and racing cars. He did have sort of a bossy attitude at some points, but it was more of a fatherly bossy. He did see himself as the leader of this group, and he ultimately he was the leader of this group. And he wanted us all to be sort of super soldiers to some degree. And Ooh, that lie. sounds exactly like the OG I know. That's right. Oh, kind of amazing. I think you know somebody. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What about box office? Uh, Argyle bombed with uh, 18 million US. I can't debut. believe that because that trailer was one of the funniest trailers that I've seen. It looked great. I, I agree. I, it, I mean, what a cast, too. And it's Guy Ritchie, for God's sake. Is it Guy Ritchie or Matthew Vaughn? It's Matthew Vaughn, isn't it? Or is he right? It is it Matthew Vaughn or Guy Rich? Oh, it is Matthew. Vaughn, it's Matthew Vaughn. Right? Yeah. Oh, right. It doesn't matter. It's still. It looked hysterical. So. Yeah. I'm still looking forward to it. Yeah, I, t- I totally want to see that. Um, the week before, uh, it was a, a tie between Mean Girls and Beekeeper. Look at your dad, keeping bees. How old is your dad anyway? Beekeeping age. 
beekeeping age, obviously, yes. Uh, let's see. Let's let's talk about Henry Cavill for a second. He is like super into uh, Warhammer 40k, right? Yes, yeah, has been for a while. So he's That's just like a super... Henry Cavill, like a uh, Wikipedia, like a uh, like trivia things. He's what like game just a super nerd. Cavill like? He's a super nerd, right? I mean, in yes. in reality, he's a nerd. Kinda. So he says here that uh, heading up Warhammer Forty Thousand Cinematic Universe is the greatest privilege of my professional career. Yes, but nobody knows what it means. Also, a Warhammer Cinematic Universe. With what I know about the names in Warhammer, it's going to be fucking confusing because those names are like thick and confusing, kind of like Lord of the Rings, where it's like if you're if you're not paying attention super well, it's going to sound like Chinese when they start saying names and places at you. At least in my opinion, what I remember of Warhammer lore, it's not super beginner friendly. Right, and and Warhammer is a uh, it's a miniatures game. It's a war game, yeah, miniatures war game. Does it have a certain time period? Like, is it is 40, it futuristic? Oh, it's okay. Yeah. So it's forty thousand years. That's what that's what it means. Okay, so it's futuristic. It's not fantasy. Yeah, no, they have like ships the size of galaxies and entire wow, planets to, devoted to farming and shit like that. It's it's. The ultimate war propaganda game. All right. So, but is there, why would it be a cinematic universe? Are there specific characters in the game? There's lore. There's a lot of lore within the game. Yeah. There's a ton of books about the lore and characters living in and exploring certain like adventures. There's a whole universe. All right. The whole thing. So it it is kind of unexplored territory for, for a movie. Right oh, yeah. in the way that the Lord of the Rings has a whole universe, Star Wars has now, a whole universe. They they can do it because there's there is that much lore, is what you're saying. I don't know if we talked about this on the show. If I talked about it in real life before, there are certain properties that can't be movies that should just be television. This is one of them, in my opinion. I think the lore is too complex and complicated to do in any sort of form of movie, unless they dumb it down or do really simple shit, which. Nothing is simple in Warhammer. It's going to be really confusing. I think it'd be a lot better as a TV show, if that's the, you know, if they if that is an option so, for them. So I they could know. take They're, more time. Yeah, because I mean, I think it'd be better, and it'd be understand better for people if they fucking explored it slowly. Because like I said, it is a lot of stuff. The names are not easy, and it's going to confuse a lot of people. I think, or it's not going to really hit people as much unless it's a TV show. But, you know, that's just me. I'm just a simple sandwich. What do I know? You know a lot. We care a lot. All right. Let's see. Let's move on uh, to, well, also, it it was saying that uh, Henry Cavill came close to playing James Bond, uh, but he was considered too young at the time. So. I think he's too big. You can slim him down. No, but like I think I think fucking Daniel Craig has made it look like I like Daniel Craig, but his bond felt too much like a fucking mercenary to me and not like a super sleuth. He's not a super sleuth. No, but he's like a, he wasn't spy. He felt more like John Wick than James Bond to me. I mean, I get the criticism. 
But hey, James, I mean, James Bond is supposed to be like suave and shit. Like he's not supposed <laughs> to just immediately pull a fucking AK out of the trunk of his car and mow down thirty dudes. Okay, I get where you're coming from, and that was the criticism of him taking over for um uh, for what's his name Pierce Brosnan, who lives yes. on this island, by the way. Yes. I have yet to bump into him, but I've had clients who bumped into him minutes before I picked them up. So, And then I told them, anyway. stay in this fucking car. I'll be right back. <laughs> I tried. At least like twice I tried. I've got, my, worked, wasn't it? I've got my Remington Steel DVDs I'd like him to sign. Ooh, Remington Steel. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um... Let's see. Let's go to the canceled corner here. The, the celebrity crime blotter. Um, let's see. Lizzo's sexual harassment lawsuit is moving forward. Oh yeah, really? Yeah. Who, um, did, who did she sexually harass? Uh, some of her dancers. The dancers, right? Yeah. yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. And then. Bye, Lizzo. And then SAG after is defending Alec Baldwin. It's not an actor's job to know if the firearm to be a firearms expert. So. I mean, what's the producer's job to be a firearms expert? No, it's the armor's job, and the armor's the one that should be. In, I mean, if anybody should be in trouble, it should be. now. What you're saying is, he's the producer, so he's in charge of the armor, so he should be. In, that's why. Yes. Yes. But by but, by trickle up finger pointing, he's the one in charge. Yeah, but I I, I mean, I would disagree because if it was any other actor that did that. And Alec Baldwin's the producer. They're not going to go after Alec Baldwin as the producer of the film. Mm-hmm. But he happened to be the actor that pulled the trigger and the producer. So that's the only reason that you would kind of get into that circle of accusation. Well, I was also under the impression, maybe I'm wrong. I could totally be wrong, and I'm welcome to be wrong. That there was, like, some other, like, safety issues that had been pointed out to him. That nothing happened. Nothing came of it. Am I imagining that? No, no, I, th- I think you're right. I think that there's some discussion about the overall safety on the set that would roll up to him, but for that specific instance, you know, the, the armor is the one that handed him the gun and said it was safe. So he ha- would have no reason not to believe that to be true. I mean, you know, I don't know, but again, uh, that's what they'll argue all these things in court. But in, anyway, the union is defending him. Uh, SAG-AFTRA is so. Um, Looks, I, am pro, I am pro union, so I yeah. can't disagree. That's right. Looks like Danny Masterson's moved to a maximum security California prison, the same one that Charles Manson used to be in. Maybe he'll get his old room. You think he like uh, he like cut some chalk and like wrote inside of the wall? Manson was here, or Charlie was here. <laughs> Brooks was here, like uh, Shawshank. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. It looks like there's another uh, Harvey Weinstein's. Harvey Weinstein suit with James Dolan and Harvey Weinstein uh, with more. Uh, it seems like uh, you can't actually send. Uh, well, I guess Danny Masterson went to jail, but it seems like uh, civil suits are the only way that uh, it, any of these folks can get uh, called out. Right? Bill Cosby was. Well, Bill Cosby also went to jail, though. I just I'm just noticing yeah. that they're doing these civil suits lately because there's a different statute of limitations on them, right? Seems where it is, yeah. And then uh, Jonathan Majors may actually uh, do some uh, some time behind bars, so we will see. He certainly won't be doing some time as Kang. He won't be doing anything for a while. I mean, yeah, I mean he's 
he, he's done. an untouchable probably for a couple of years. He might come back in in a, you know like ten years, but I think it has to be like literally ten years. Yeah, yeah. Then everybody will forget and not worry about it. Um, yeah. Oh, wasn't that the guy who? Yeah, that was Kang. Oh, cool. Yeah, he, he beat up. You know. Yeah. Now he's this uncle in this movie. Wasn't he oh, Kang cool. for like one minute? Yeah. yeah. That's what they'll say. Oh, there was a, a an accident on the set of Wonder Man, and a crew member has died following an accident on the set of Wonder Man. So, Jesus, that's not good. I thought they killed that's him. still happening. I thought uh, that was dead. Well, no, just the guy working. On yeah, set. just oh. somebody on the set. Nice, nice sandwich. The guy is dead. Wow, wow, sandwich, getting us canceled. He would have laughed at that thoughtlessness. <laughs> He would have thought that was funny. Who, the dead guy? <laughs> <laughs> now I think it's funny. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get Is there other news? Or uh sure. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> uh sure. Uh, 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 uh did you see did you ever watch the Orville? Oh, geez, that was- Hey. Sorry, go on. Did you ever watch the Orville? Of course. Yeah, so so Seth MacFarlane says it's not canceled. So there's still a possibility of the Orville. I saw somebody talking about, uh, you know, there's the Ted show on, I think, Peacock. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like the prequel series for Ted. Um, somebody's like, listen, uh, Seth, nobody asked you to do a prequel series for Ted. We need more episodes of the Orville. And I would agree with that. No, I, I heard Ted was funny as hell, though. Mm-hmm. Is uh, you heard right. I am a huge Ted fan. So, in any way to get uh, Flash Gordon in in the prequel, I mean, he was the main reason that Ted was a big deal, right? No, I don't think so. I think Ted was a big deal one because it was Seth MacFarlane, and two because it was a funny concept. All right, but I mean, but that was the one that had his, his cameo was the yeah, unexpected yeah, yeah. unexpected gem of that movie, right? Both both movies. He was in both movies. Ted two. All right. Let's see. Um He like didn't he officiate Ted's wedding or Yes. Some shit like that. God, I barely remember the second one. Did, yeah, did I even see Ted Two? I don't think I did. Do you not think that I did? Uh, I think that's the one Mila Kunis thought was too stupid to do. <laughs> so they got Amanda Seafried? Seafried. Oh, do they just recast? No, 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 so, no! They changed the character. They, they, um, Wahlberg said he got divorced from Mila Kunis. Yeah, and then the lawyer for Ted was, uh, Amanda. What the fuck her name is? Seyfried. Seyfried. Big eyes, Amanda. Yes. Amanda, big eyes. In North Jersey, she's known as Amanda Big Eyes. Tommy, two times. Um, I'm gonna get the papers. Get the papers. Yeah, I saw that Saturday Night Live sketch where then it was then it was Johnny four times and he said get the papers, get the papers, get the papers, get the papers, and they just kind of kept going. Kind of ruined it. <laughs> I uh, they kind of made it not funny. I finished my Sopranos rewatch. I think I mentioned on the show that I was doing that. That last season is fucking harsh. Yes. Holy God, it is harsh. I'm just saying. Harsh. Is that are you so. are you talking about the Johnny Cakes part? I mean that that's part of it. You know, like 
I, I mean, that was that was kind of like, fuck it, we're going out with the bang. You know what I mean? And there was a lot. I mean, so much happened in that season. And like every, I forgot because I, I watched them when they were first on, you know, like, you know, in, in their original run. And I just remember, I, I, I was having a little flashback even about being just like on the edge of my seat, you know, about, uh, you know, what was going to happen this week in the last season. Because it was just every episode there was, even if there was nothing at the end of it, you were just like, <sighs> you know, like, oh, thank God, you know, stuff like that. You know, that's the season also, that's the season also where one of the, where one, one of Phil Leotardo uh, guys, Vincent, uh, Vincent, uh, what's his name? Vincent, uh, oh my God, why am I freezing on his name? We have an ID from him. <laughs> Vincent, what the fuck is his name? Help me out. Are oh, you talking about Frank Vincent? Frank Vincent. Sorry. Yeah, that's why I'm not getting because I have it back. Frank, the one where one of Frank Vincent's guys runs into Meadow on a date with Patsy's son in New York. And yeah. he goes up to her and he's like, oh, honey, you got a little cream on your face, on your mouth. I wouldn't mind putting more something, something like that. And then he said something I can't remember. He just said a bunch of inappropriate shit. And then, like, you see the scene where they cut to, it's like, they're back at the house in Jersey. And she has clearly told Carmela what happened. And she's just like, don't say anything. <laughs> and Tony comes in the room, and he's just like, what? You know, like, and then they, they finally break down, and she tells her father who it was and what he said. And it's just like... Hard cut to him. You could feel the tension right at that moment i i can't remember the guy's name was it coco i think it was coco yeah was, yeah. The, was the other guy's name right yeah and so tony turns up at coco's restaurant where coco's having dinner with that guy with the lazy eye i forget his name and he just pistol whips the shit out of that coco guy right and then the other guy, the, the, the guy with the lazy eye is like, oh, Tony's like going towards you. He just puts the gun at him. And I'm like, he's going to pop him. He's going to pop him. And he doesn't. And then he does the old curb stomp. Oh, yeah. On Coco. <laughs> and I was just like, this season is so harsh. And, of course, he's screaming at him the whole time. My daughter! My daughter! It was awesome. So I forgot how great that show was, honestly. I'm not saying the curb stomp made it great or the pistol whipping. It was the whole sort it was, of... It was a combined effort. It was, yeah. I mean, the writing and the way they shot it, everything was just, just brilliant. Oh, my God. All it did, too, is make me want more. Now, obviously, we're not getting more. And and I'm not going to go into my, my issues with the ending of the series. Um the best we can hope for is another prequel movie like many saints of Nork, which if you haven't seen, you really should see it. If you're a fan of the Sopranos and I'm, I'm really hoping, really hoping they do another one of those. I really, really would like to see that. I mean, I think, I think it just, it, it, that one did really well. So I don't understand why they haven't done another one. And I know junior Gandolfini, whatever his first name is, James Gandolfini's son, who played young Tony in the movie, I know 
that he wants to that he would like to do another one they, they've talked they've all of them actually talked about how that they would really be interested in doing another one so i guess if uh you can send this episode to david chase who created the show tell me get off his fucking ass and write another fucking prequel we'd all out here would appreciate it just saying get that guy back who played young sill oh my god perfect just nailed it. Did, Just did, so perfect. You said that was Bodoc, right? Yellow Jacket from the MCU. No, 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 no. Yellow Jacket was young jo- Uncle Junior. Oh, okay, Un- Uncle June. Okay. No, the guy who played Sill, I think, is. I don't remember. I have to. I have to look. But he's done other. I'm gonna look now because he's done something else that I was like, oh, it's that guy. And he's great. Uh, what is it? Many Saints of Newark cast hold on i'm looking where is it where is it where is it where is it so yeah it's john magarno i feel like there was not a lot of other stuff i'd seen him in i'm looking i'm looking because there's something else like really significant that he's been in that i was like oh it's that guy of course now that i said that i'm not gonna be able to find anything Down the shore. That's not it. That Gandolfini is that it? Holy cap! Crap! That's a it's a movie with Gandolfini in it about New Jersey that I've never seen. Weird. Not related <laughs> to Sopranos. I cannot remember. I saw this guy in something. Joe Magaro. I saw him in something. I don't remember what it was that I thought that he was just excellent in. Um, but I cannot remember what it is. It might have been a TV show, and I'm just not putting the two together. Anyway, that guy was perfect. Corey Stahl was the one who played young Uncle Junior, uh, and he played Yellow Jacket in the first ant-man movie and modok in the third and nothing else important please let's not talk about it anymore what what do you mean so then he did nothing else important please let's not talk about it let's all what just did, move what on did he do that you don't it. want us what did he do that you don't want us to make no, modok was fucking horrible oh oh yeah well yeah supposedly hot toys is doing a figure of that of that character eh. they showed it at Yuck. some point anyway uh, yeah, so anyway, en- en- enough about The Sopranos. Anyway, I-, I really would like to see another prequel uh, like Many Saints of Newark. That would be awesome. Um, cool. Is there any other news? I mean, there's tons of news. I want to talk about a toy, a big toy thing, but that'll be in the second half. And it's going to be a really uncomfortable conversation for all of us. <laughs> so I'm setting that expectation right now. Does the, does, do we address your addiction finally? Sandwich. I don't have an addiction. I have a collection. I'm a collector. Behold the collector. All right. Worst episode ever. You know what? Why don't Why don't we go to a break instead, and then we'll come back and talk about whatever it is you think is so special about product. <laughs> okay. Do you wanna, you, is that the way you, you want to do it? Or yeah. Do you wanna... Fucking addiction is. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to break. 
With that, we will take our first and only break on what could be the last episode of <laughs> Geek Stuff TNG, episode 750. I don't have a problem. It's not. It's too easy. can't name it that. Just another episode. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm, comments. Oh! <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Pottern Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID.
this is Frank Vincent from Goodfellas. Go home and get your shine box. No more shines, Billy. What? I said no more shines. Maybe you didn't hear about it. You've been away a long time. They didn't go up there and tell you. Uh, I don't shine shoes anymore. Relax, will you, for crying out? What's, what's got into you? I'm breaking your balls a little bit, that's all. I'm only kidding with you. Sometimes I mean, you don't sound like you're kidding. You know, there's a lot of people around. Honey, I'm only kidding with you. We're having a party. I mean, I just came home. I haven't seen you in a long time, and I'm breaking your balls, and you're right away you're getting fucking fresh. I'm sorry. I don't mean right. to offend you. I'm sorry, too. It's okay. No problem. Okay, salut. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Motherfucking mother! And you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Hey. Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the Sandwich Shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Kev Una Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Here you go. <laughs> That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely parm crisp. That's right. No Geek Stuff TNG would be complete without Parm Crisp Snack Mix. Parm Crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know, like Parm. Crisp. Yeah, also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios, three grams of net carbs per serving. Net carbs, Kev, does that mean that it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar? Yeah, it has diet, it has fiber in it and no added sugar. So you take the fiber, you remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes Parm Crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. Wow, an independent company too. Looking at their website, parmcrisps.com, 
It says, our original blend, Parm Crips, you can get an everything tub, an original pouch, you can get the ranch snack mix pouch, or sour cream and onion pouch. What's your favorite, I'm, Kev? I'm team sour cream and onion. What was that? I like, I like the original. I like the original, but the ranch one is fine too. I'd like to try sour cream and onion. It's probably very good. Yeah, you could get the variety pack. Oh, looking at all of the ingredients. Oh, you see, sir, I, I get them at the Costco in the large size because I eat so many delicious parm crisps. Oh, looking at the website, let's see what's in the variety pack. You got cheddar, original, jalapeno, everything, four cheese, and sour cream. They all sound delicious. Yeah, but I don't think they're doing the big, what is this? 20 ounce. I don't think they're doing, are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors? I don't know. For more information on Parm Crisps, go to parmcrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today. When you buy them, mention Geek Stuff TNG for absolutely no discount. Reach right. them at checkout and look like a weirdo. <laughs> Reach out to them at parmcrisps.com and tell them you heard about Parm Crisps from Geek Stuff TNG. And if I wasn't, would it even matter? Your mother. Oh. Oh, yeah, I said it. What? You gonna fly out here and do something? You know, all this... Recording in progress. 3,000 miles of safety. He feels real brave. When I throw his fucking keys in the forest and he doesn't know how to get into his shit. <laughs> feel brave then? I'll throw his fucking keys right through those scones. <laughs> to be carried away by uh, the raccoons, never to be seen again? Do you remember how hard those scones were i i felt softer rocks in my life i swear to god we could have busted bottles with them they were so hard did you you leave a pack of scones in the unit or something no no i had i had scones and i don't i think they had fallen and kind of slid i had two bags of scones and i thought i grabbed them um from the lovely pie shop in beautiful montclair new jersey these are english scones sir and they are absolutely delicious that aside um i had i think i had one or two in a bag that was separate and i think that bag somehow ended up under a seat under the seat of a rental car that i had and when we were i think we were unloading or moving or doing something and i discovered the bag yeah now they could have been there for like three weeks and i said I showed them the sandwich. Am I right? Am I remembering this correctly? Didn't I show them? You know, I'm like, this is a hard fucking thing right here. Yeah. <laughs> and we literally tossed it. Did, did I toss one? You tossed the other? I don't remember. Yes. Over the fence at the storage unit. You know, and I thought for sure if they had hit a tree, it might have taken the tree out. I remember. I feel like we hit something solid and it just went thud. thud. Yeah. The, the same thud of a stone. It was like thud. Yeah. Like no- I think it was the ground because did we like hit what the ground with one and it didn't break or yeah, something? No, it, were... it kept exact form. Yeah, and so it was like, yeah, we got to chuck these in the woods. So anyway, welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Stuff. Uh, something. TNG. That's it. Speaking uh, of... Episode seven hundred and fifty. Just another episode. Yeah. No big deal. Not making a big deal out of 750. You know, we're not making a big deal over 750 hours of entertainment. We're not, we're not. Give or take like a thousand. 
It probably is. It's probably way more than a thousand. If we count like the Sirius XM shows and we count, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to count. There's sandwich shops. There's, there's at least TV 20 shows. good minutes of sandwich shop in there somewhere. How many, yeah, uh, how many Scott shops are there? How many pie days are there? Hey, right? that's, you know what? You know what? I've got uh, about 150 oh. episodes of my uh, podcast. Thank you very much. I got wow. an amount of sandwich shops. I don't know. The, I didn't count. You can count. Do you have one hand? Then you can count the number of sandwich shops. Oh, listen, just because your name was on the big Kev Geek stuff for like 600 episodes, they don't count for you, okay? They count for the show. I'm just saying. I was there, though. Most of those. I, I mean, was there for every sandwich shop. There, there were some that you were walking the earth and you weren't there for it, Big Kev. That was a bit. <laughs> so you just didn't That's show up for a couple of weeks as a bit? Yeah, I might have been on vacation or, or something worse. You get paid you know, vacation? <laughs> you guys are getting paid? I'm an executive. Of course I get paid vacation. Bullshit. You'll get there one day sandwich i have faith of you i have faith in you in this organization so i hope so you're my you're my consigliere actually no you're not scott's really my consigliere you're my (laughs) i'm smart like everybody says you're like you're like a little you're like his big brother you're my big pussy sandwich you're my big pussy like everybody says like dumb, I'm smart, and I want respect. Who, who? You know, that's... Big Pussy was in the uh, uh, Many Saints of Newark, right? No, was he? His character no, was. That was Joey Diaz. Yeah, that was. Yeah, he wasn't in there. He so, couldn't so, have been in so, there. Uh, oh, you know, he might have been because Bumpin' Sarah, was... right? Yeah, he was. He, he, could, he wasn't playing himself. No, no, I mean, was the character. As a, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, I think so, but I think I don't think they called him Big Pussy then. Right. What was his first name? What was his real first name? I can't. I'm looking now because I can't remember. So, so Joey Diaz played Buddha, who was Pussy's father. Okay, so Pussy's father's there. You just didn't see. Okay, that makes no. sense. No, no. Well, Jackie April was in. Yes. I'm looking. Honestly, I swear to God, I thought, oh, yeah, no, there he is. Samson Moicola played Pussy Bombatero. Yeah, he was in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's his last name? Mo M-O-E-A-K-I-O-L-A. Moekiola. It looks like a Hawaiian name. It might be. There's there's a younger Tony Soprano. I'm trying to see all the the characters. Sandwich, there are 233 episodes of the podcast. I'll have you know. 233. Boom. Jackie April, Janice. Janice. Janice Soprano. Janice. Uh, uh, Carmela. Junior. Livia. Olivia, Dickie, Dickie Moltisanti, which is Christopher's dad, right? And that was there was a baby playing Christopher, Christopher. Silvio, John Barenthal played Johnny Boy. Yeah, that was I Tony's totally dad. Forgot right? that. I totally forgot that John Barenthal played that. 
And Joanne then, Maltesanti is Chris's mother. Michael Imperioli was the voiceover, right? Wasn't it? Wasn't he like setting it up as dead Christopher? Yeah, yeah. I think right? didn't it, didn't it start in like a a, a graveyard and like back Something like that? Yeah. Anyway, this is not the Sopranos podcast. I was going to say, starting with episode seven fifty one, we're going to convert to a. A Sopranos rewatch podcast. We're going to start with episode one, 25 years later. And the new name of the show will be what? No fucking ZD now? <laughs> it's the what? No fucking ZD now podcast. <laughs> where we talk about the Sopranos. Hey, that Michael Imperial, he's getting awful gray. Just saying. Yeah, he is. Of course, it was 20 fucking years ago when they did the show. But whatever. Hey, that Uncle Junior, he's getting old. He's still alive, though. Dominic Kianese. How do you say it? Kianese, I think. (laughs) He's still alive, right? Yeah, yeah. He's up there, but he's still alive. Paulie Walnut's dead. Yeah, Tony, dead. Who else is dead? There's a bunch of them that are dead. Yeah, uh, Phil Leotardo's dead. Carmela's mother, right? Wasn't that one that we were talking about, like, twice on this program? (laughs) Yeah. Carmela's mother. Anyway, let's talk about the link that I sent you. Let's open it up and let's give Sandwich his opportunity to scream and yell. Dumb fucking thing. How big is it? Okay. So, just announced from InArt, which is the absolute tops in one uh, one sixth scale figures that's 12 inch figures is the joke the Joaquin Phoenix Joker from the Joker movie um now we've had a couple of other companies non-licensed companies have made this character already they've made some in uh in six inch but more like deluxe six inch uh they've made there's a couple of companies that did uh 12 inch of course these are all unlicensed of course um so now we have in art uh which is a company which i believe they're licensed to make these in like asia but they don't really have it they they don't have yet anyway they don't have anyone selling in the u.s in other words they're not licensed to release these products in the u.s so this one came across my eyes for the simple reason that it's the joker which, as everyone knows, is one of my wheelhouses. Probably my biggest. Did you say my biggest wheelhouse sandwich? Yep. Yep. You can already tell. He's he how happy he is about this item. Go ahead, sandwich. Give us the once over. What are we looking at here? Oh, what all this wonderful, wonderful pieces of plastic that I could collect dust in the storage unit if yes, we were to that. get them. Wonderful. Yes, that. Okay. So we're looking at, from looking at this picture, right? So we have, is it four different figures? It is. So we got, where's the, there was an overlay picture that was if really. You, yeah, if you click on the top picture in the link that I sent you, yep. it will show you that the second picture lays out everything. So we have, come on. So we have Joker. So we, we have four four Walking Phoenix Joker action figures. 
Yes. Um, one is the suit he wore when he was with Murray. Murray. Uh oh. Are you seeing oh, it? He, oh, I thought we lost Scott, but Scott is sharing the screen. Oh, how nice. Uh, yeah. Sec- then we got, it looks like just regular Arthur Fleck. Yeah. Ar- I was like, that sounded wrong, but I know what it's not. Arthur Fleck outfit. Uh-huh. This third one here, it looks like Arthur, like in the middle of becoming like his, not Joker, but, you know, when he's actually just a clown going around. So then- it, it, and actually, if you if you scroll through the pictures, right? I think it's the next picture. So this is oh, yeah, the, it's, it's him dancing the, around the, the previous bathroom. one. It's the dancing in the bathroom scene. And what's really amazing about this, I don't know if you can zoom in on this, Scott, or actually, if you go further into the pictures, you'll see it. Go go one more that and next that one. His eyes are actually closed. Because the iconic imagery of this is that he's sort of in his own world, his eyes are closed, and he's dancing in the bathroom scene. Okay, so then we go back and we have the last one, which is, yeah, which is either, you can either put him this way, where he has the spinning sign, or the hospital scene with if you put the lab coat on. There you go. So, yeah, so that's the four. So it's basically the four iconic images of the character. Right? And slow down, Scott. We can discuss some of these. So what you gonna what you're gonna get here is you're gonna get four full figures. 12 inch absolutely stunning um absolutely stunning likeness of Joaquin Phoenix so go back to the zoomed up ones scott so as scott goes back to the ones that you get the close ups i mean stunning Joaquin Phoenix likeness. You're getting real rooted hair. That's all real rooted hair, guys. That is a big, big deal. Very difficult to get right. But as you can see from these prototypes, really, really super well done. I mean, the um, the one where he's like on the show, you know, the final Joker form. Yeah. That, that looks like a picture of, I mean, you know, that looks completely like a person. Yeah, you know exactly. the Arthur Fleck when the regular skin tone doesn't look as lifelike, but you know when it's got the I think face it's paint the on angle it looks of more. That photo. I think it's the angle of that. No, no, the other the Arthur Fleck one. Right, I think right. it's the angle of the photo that makes it look slightly off. But you know, if you keep looking through, like go a few uh, a few pictures forward to an, another Arthur Fleck one. You know, if you go a few more you will absolutely find uh, a photo of the Arthur Fleck where it's it's disturbingly accurate. You know, I mean, disturbingly accurate. You know, like, I mean, that is exactly the way the guy looked in the film. You know, disturbingly accurate. Okay, so that said, you're also going to get 
Scott, if you'll uh, if you'll show, you're going to get in addition to this, you're going to get tons of hands, uh, which actually joint up in the forearm. Um, you're going to get a bunch of accessories. Yeah, go to that one there. Um, you're going to get a bunch of accessories. Uh, various things. The sign, you're going to get Arthur Flex notebook. Uh, you're going to get uh, just all kinds of, I'm going to zoom in here so that I can, uh, uh, that I can uh, see a little bit closer if I'm able to. Am I able to? No, I guess not. I can look at the listing now. Hold on one, one sec. Um, okay. Uh, okay, I'm going to read it down. One rooted hair bathroom scene head sculpt. One rooted hair hospital scene head sculpt with rolling eyes. So these eyes, rolling eyes means that you can adjust where the eyes are looking. It's phenomenal. One rooted hair Arthur Fleck head sculpt with rolling eyes. One rooted Joker head sculpt with rolling eyes. So that's the heads. Four fully articulated bodies, four sets of clothes, three pairs of shoes, four clothing accessories, um, which are, could be any number of, of things, 19 accessories, three bases. So what you're looking at on the right there is you're looking at the Murray Show set base. And I, I love the way they did that. It's got that pole off the top with the studio lights. Now, they don't light up. But that in combination with the chair that you see in the photo underneath the figures um, leads to some incredible um, uh, display options. Not to mention the one laying in front of that one in this photo is the curtain. So like the Johnny, you know, think like, uh, uh, like, like the Tonight Show. Johnny Carson curtain when the comedians came out and did their bits in front of the curtain. That's what you have there is the curtain, right? You can scroll through Scott. You'll probably find some more images of that. Um, the bases, um, or at least the Murray show base. We'll start with that one because it, it really, and, and the really interesting, uh, the interesting, no, not that one, the, the TV show, Keep going forward. It's toward the end. Um, what's really interesting about uh, uh, about the display option here is you do get the Murray Show um, base and the chair where you can have him. You know, yeah, that's one. Keep going. Keep going. There's There's a few better ones. If you go a little bit further, I think it shows the, yeah, like this one, you know, and it really is, it's, I got to imagine, I know for me, it would be a difficult choice between displaying him in the Murray show um, set, if you will, versus the stairs, which you also get. And the stairs are really interesting. If you can find a photo of that, Scott. The, the stairs are really interesting because there's a molded portion of it in the front. No, you got you to find the full photo. Keep looking. It's in there. Um, there's a full version 
uh, there's a fully molded bottom section of the steps, right? Then they have a really interesting sort of 3D version, not not version, not not uh, not 3D, but 2D made to look 3D sort of backdrop to the physical stairs that make the staircase look like it's going up much further like the one in the movie. It actually is really super well done. So that I imagine is going to be a tough decision on which one, you know, how to display. You could also display just Arthur Fleck standing on those stairs, but that dancing scene on the staircase is so iconic. How do you not display it that way? And the answer is, well, because him on the Murray show was also really iconic and you have that whole beautiful Murray show, you know, base to use. The real simple choice, though, is the bathroom scene figure comes with a very simple rectangular bathroom scene tile base. It just looks like the tile from the bathroom scene. That one's kind of really, um, uh, really simple. But as you can see in some of the pictures, and Scott, get us some of the pictures from the dancing figure. This figure poses out incredibly that dancing one poses out absolutely incredibly uh in the bathroom scene uh the bathroom scene figure yeah that that's set there let's, let's see i think you're going the wrong way you're definitely going the wrong way yeah, there's too many pictures here but what you really need to well, do is get is get let's be, let's let's be honest it's four figures it's at least three or four different display options. Um, for each figure, I mean, you do have different opportunities. It's definitely the kind of thing that you two to the right. You're almost there. Go to the right. Even even just that one, you know, like the the way you compose him out dancing alone in that bathroom, just kind of losing sort of what's left of his mind and he's kind of in his own world uh and the very simple display base to do that i think is just brilliant i mean i think it's absolutely brilliant this is a brilliant set of four figures they are in art is absolutely at the top of the 112 uh uh the one sixth game right now it's almost like comparing like it's almost like comparing you know Hot Toys, in this case, would be like Marvel Legends. And, you know, in art would be like uh, Four Horsemen. You know, I mean, in terms of quality, detail, accessories, and, and so on and so forth. This is the top, the absolute top of the game here. And um, to get all four sort of iconic looks for the character, the dancing one has never been done. Red Suit um joker plain arthur fleck and i'm pretty sure the spinner might have even been done i think i don't i'm not 100 sure about that they might have been done before but they have not been done like this rooted hair rolling eyes a uh, brilliant custom tailoring on the clothing um all the accessories that you need all the display up op- too many display options leading you you know, leaving you with a terrible choice as to how you're going to display, you know, like 
that is that is a you know that is a conundrum if ever there was one especially well, with the red suit joker because how do you make that choice you I already mean, got one dancing do you get the other one dancing I yeah the, the choice is clear you just get two sets so you can display them well, both ways no sir no sir that is not the answer especially right. not at a very reasonable sandwich how much is it sandwich too much i don't even want to say <laughs> a sinful amount an amount that if any rational person buys this thing you question their sanity on multiple levels in a layer now fashion. now why is that now why would you say that it's 1500 fucking dollars so 1500 bucks right you know what I can do with that? I can go to fucking Europe on the plane. <laughs> you know what you're doing with it? You're buying four toys. You don't have space to display yet. You don't live in the same hemisphere as these toys. Currently. But you're rationalizing spending $1,500. I don't give a fuck if you're payment planning this shit. I don't care. It makes no sense. It's roughly three seventy-five per figure. Jesus Christ! Right, three seventy-five okay. per figure. Okay. Now a high-end hot toy. A payment. Let's go. Go on. <laughs> a high-end hot toy. Yep. Is about. Yep. Let's let's say make three three and a quarter three fifty, but for what you get with these individual figures, three seventy-five is absolutely reasonable so would you feel better if i bought four individual figures at 375 or and i know the answer is going to be you'd you'd feel better if i bought nothing but I, i'm trying to get you to, to talk to me rationally about this does it make more sense to buy four figures at 375 or just hit the whole thing it's not coming out for like a year. I'd be paying it off. You know, it would be, you know, probably under a hundred uh, a month, you know, cause you'll have a down payment and all that probably be under way under a hundred a month. And doesn't that make more sense just to do it now? Look, if before you answer, understand that I understand where you're coming from and if this was like a set of four figures that was not the Joker, I would agree with you. Like if this was a set of like four, I don't even, I'm, I'm trying to think of something that would even like four, uh, I, I don't know, something that wasn't really a wheelhouse, but I was kind of like, oh, it looks cool. If it was four characters from the movie Heat, Right. Let's say it was the crew from Heat. It's uh, it, it's Pacino and De Niro and Kilmer and you know I don't know Machete. Anybody doesn't matter. What, what if it right? was Tony, Big Pussy, Sill, and Polly Walnuts? Now that's a great that's a great one. That's a great one that you said that. That is clearly not my wheelhouse. So, of course, if I was saying, 
Hey, sandwich. I'm thinking about dropping. I'm thinking about dropping all this money on a set of four soprano figures. They're amazing. They're off the hook. They're phenomenal. They're the top of the game. The best things ever. Da, 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 da. And you argued with me that the price and everything else, I would totally agree with you. But doesn't it give any sort of consideration to the fact that Joker is the number one thing that I collect? How many of these did you state before had been done already? That I have? That you have. Zero. Now I have no figures from now. This movie. I also want to submit to the jury the amount of times Kev has bought multiples of the same thing on accident and purpose. <laughs> and in his sleep. Okay, he ordered on. stuff in his sleep that now, time too. Now, now hold and on. And ordering gentlemen. in his sleep. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we we have to qualify this. Right? And I'm even going to provide an example to make sandwiches point. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I will be making sandwiches point. Recently, Mars Toys released a 12-inch Joker from Batman 66, right? So it's the Cesar Romero Joker. It's amazing. Phenomenal figure. I bought three. Right? I fully admit that I bought three. I bought three. Sandwich, why did I buy three? The answer is not you're an addict. You're looking for something else, right? Yeah, I'm I'm looking for the truth and 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 you know what the <laughs> truth is. So I imagine they have different outfits. Okay. So with there being now I'm gonna find you a link. Right? Can we see these? It. I feel like I've seen these. Or are these different three of the same Joker 66 in different other outfits? No, no. Only the, only I, the... I've, I've seen something 12-inch Joker, different outfits. You had about three of them. Yeah, we already got these. So I've seen these, they're, yes. They're already in these, the yeah. unit, yeah. Mars. Uh... So while Kev waffles and looks for uh, his... I'm not waffling. His I am 100% things. totally on My board. problem mainly, beyond the fact of space and cost and display, is that it's hard to justify. I don't think... I've never heard Kev mention to me how much he loved the scene of the Joker in the hospital. I've never heard Kev mention to me how much he loved the scene of seeing Arthur Fleck and his regular schmegular outfits. So, what I attest is, I would rather you spend three seventy five on two of these, because I know you really only care about two of them. Because Joaquin Phoenix in regular clothes as Arthur Fleck is not the Joker. He is a guy in street clothes that has potential to be the Joker. The okay, guy, Joaquin Phoenix, dressed up as a clown for his job is not the Joker. Yes, it's just... in the Joker movie, but what I'm literally saying is, I know for a fact you will highlight displays. I let you talk. I'm just going to finish my point and I'll let you go. No, you're right. 
you would highlight more displays of the fucking I, I like the idea of the display of him fucking doing the dance and a fucking Murray, you know, him on the show. I say the way he says it, Murray. <laughs> you know, that scene would be cool, especially you could definitely get some kind of duped in old De Niro and just put him in the same kind of clothes. That could be a sick display. The other two, I think, are not necessary. But I have belabored my point. Kev can now rebuttal. No, no. I appreciate you. If the dancing one and the red one were in a set together, 100% I'd be on board. 100% I would be on board. But they're not. The And what we're looking at is the exclusive version. The deluxe version has two figures in it. It's Red and Arthur Fleck. And they're not going to sell the four of them individually. They're only coming one of two ways. You either buy those two or you buy all four. The picture I just sent. This is Mars Toys Pranked Villain 1-6 scale figure. Do you guys both have the photo? Yes. Yeah, I got it. Okay. I bought three of these. Because there's three Here, heads. Here's well, not 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 specifically because there's three heads. And all these right. It it is the accoutrement, and let me tell you why. If you zoom in, all right. First of all, let's take the obvious one. In the lower right hand corner, there's a pair of Bermuda shorts. Right? Why? Because he has that one scene of him surfing or something like that. Boom. And Mars Toys also making a surfer display base, which I'm also getting. But there isn't a set of him and Batman in their surf no. outfits? No. And when Mars did the Batman and Robin set, there was a pair of Bermuda shorts in there. I did not get that, for the record. Uh, that's one right there. So that's, else. hold on. That's one display right there because not only is he very iconic from one particular, it's not even an episode. It's from the movie, right? The 66 movie. And, and it's getting its own special display base. Let's take number two. Do you see that giant vacuum cleaner thing there? Yes. That in combination, if you zoom in and look right above the Bermuda shorts, you'll see a face mask. Yes. That face mask, in combination with that vacuum cleaner, is a very iconic episode of the TV series. Right? Which you would want to have displayed all on its own. Right? And lastly, three. Do you see the, the picture frame there? Yes. There's a very iconic image of Cesar Romero's Joker holding up the picture frame like that in front of his face as the Joker and smiling, which actually is one of one of these heads. I think it's the one... Second one? I can't remember if it's the one that's on there right now or if it's the second one. I actually like the fact that they did an ooh face also if you look at the third head sculpt. And so the reason for getting multiples in this case on purpose is because 
those are three distinct versions of that character, a character that is probably, if I'm being honest, my main wheelhouse, if I gave up everything else, I probably would keep the Joker. And so I feel that justifies my purchase. Now, I'm going to address the other side of the sandwich coin. Scott, feel free to pop in here at any time. I'm going to address Sandwich's other point, which is, well, sometimes Kev buys things twice because he doesn't know that he bought it. That is very true. And that is purely, purely circumstantial in the sense that sometimes I order things and because I don't have them here, I forget that I ordered them or I lose track of the order or some other thing befalls me because I am not where the toys are, as Sandwich has gleefully pointed out to the audience. I am in a different hemisphere than my collection. That is very Objection. True. Objection. There was no <laughs> glee in my statement. Scott, ruling? Uh, I... I agree. I think Sandwich is quite annoyed with a $1,500 price tag on 12-inch figures. Even four of them. That's not his objection was about Glee. It's not about... <laughs> no, he clearly, about he's clearly annoyed at this, at this item. That was not the objection, Your Honor. <laughs> the objection was... Order! Order in this I court! That he had Glee. You're out of order. This whole courtroom's out of order. I'm a fine. If they did, if they did a figure from Dog Day Afternoon, and it was fifteen hundred dollars, and I said, "Sandwich, I'm thinking about getting the Dog Day Afternoon," and Sandwich said, "You're in, you're you're insane. You have a problem." I would listen to him because Pacino is not my wheelhouse, nor is Dog Day Afternoon. And no matter how great the figure is, doesn't mean I'm going to get it. I love you more than any man has loved another man. That's from Dog Day Afternoon. Cool. Scott, did you watch? Did you watch Boardwalk Empire? Yeah, you did. Yeah, did you see that one, Sandwich? Yeah, you did. Why? There's a fi- there's there's a figure. Okay, who? The half face guy. <laughs> okay, I like it. And it's fucking phenomenal. I'll send you a link, Sam. I'll find it right now, as a matter of fact, because I think it's it's amazing. Anyway, <laughs> why why are you why are you asking? I me didn't buy like it. I didn't buy it. I'm just saying it's why out are you there. Rubbing your face and, and like, looking away. That is my favorite character from that show. And he looks phenomenal. The he toy. Took a, looks he took phenomenal. a moment of, a moment of calm and cool heads he- like. So in other news, there's another toy. So. He's giving you examples of things that he before. didn't buy. What about all the times yeah. that I didn't punch you in the face? I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <sighs> Looking for it right there. There it is. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm getting it. Hold on. Hold on. I didn't like the ending of the Boardwalk Empire. Nobody did. I, I, I agree with you on that. I didn't like that one at all. It was dumb. I don't know. I mean, to be such an amazing show and just kind of whimper out like that, I was just kind of like, oh. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, I was, what the fuck was the, the friend's name from the first two seasons? 
I was a friend name's kid all along, and now I'm gonna shoot you. Fuck you. Lazy. Fucking lazy writing. Oh, hey, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm almost at it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is. Just, I, 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 is this like? Uh, that one's hard to see. Now, see, uh, here's what, way. here's what I'm gonna say. When I buy another dice set in the next couple weeks, if I hear a wonderful word out of my beautiful best friend's mouth. I will have $1,500 worth of toys to discuss with him about the validity of my dice and his toys. Okay, I just sent a photo, but it's like, you gotta like, you gotta like turn it on the side. Oh, that's dope. How good does that look? That's really good. Can you see it, Scott? Hold on, I'm trying to pull it up. That's awesome. He looks really good. I know, right? He's got the little removable prosthetic face. And his face all fucked up under it. Yeah. He's got the gloves and the, the gun and it's just like he's phenomenal. Oh yeah. That's a good one. I'm by it yet. Just saying it's out there. And I accidentally discovered it. Just saying. The point is, I hope I addressed your buying multiples thing and why with wheel with a wheelhouse of the Joker, buying the set of four makes sense. Especially on a payoff. Okay. So when things come from outside of the wheelhouse, what's a comfortable price tag? For what's you, the thing? Give me an example. See, you know, it's funny. There's things that I know that aren't in your wheelhouse, and I would, I could argue about it, but you will have enough of an answer that, you know what? No, you no, present it. If it's not, I'll be honest about it. Giant Man. If you, in theory, got Giant Man. No one knows you got Giant Man yet. We can't prove that in a court of law yet. Not yet. Um, I'm trying to look at you with my real eyes. I took off my glasses to look at you as as man-to-man. Um, <laughs> is that why you took them off? This giant man. If this giant man enters the archive, what will be your reasoning for why giant man was ordered? Because giant okay. man was insulted by you for weeks and weeks, and then suddenly, did I insult giant man? You you got pretty damn close to insulting, even really? besmirching. I would go as far as to say. Interesting that you would say that. I am preparing my response right now. But um, hold on one second. Let me just. I had slight beef with the his tank, but I guess because you're sort of doing G.I. Joe now, which is a new wheelhouse for me and newer. Not newer now, for you, but. Now, I'm going to defend that. You understand. I, I, I'm, I, I, I relented the his tank to myself already. His tank. It's fine. The giant man, I'm still having some issues with. Okay, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it for you. And okay, I found one so far. One what? 
I'm, I'm about to show you. I'm sending you guys a photo. That's the first photo I'm sending. You know, we're going to put up these photos in uh, the Patreon with no context in a random order. And you can figure out when it... Uh... <laughs> That's the first one. Okay. So you're going to try to recreate that. I guess. Now, I already, ha I already have um, words about this. I, I know. I know you do. Shoot, I can't find that. Hold on one second. One well, second. why don't you speak to what you're looking at there while I'm... So what we have is... Now, is this the original Avengers cover? Yes. The original Avengers comic book cover. Uh, you'll have, you have such classics as Iron Man, Thor, Captain America. Very specific ones. Yes. Uh, giant man, and I think that's Wasp. Now, is he just Ant Man? I always forget at this point because you know he's at thirty million fucking names. Hank, that Pan. is Wasp. Yeah, that's no, Wasp. He's Giant Man because he's Giant Man behind Captain America there, in the red. That's Giant Man. Yes. Now, for scaling purposes, um, he's the same size as Captain America right now. Um, no, he isn't. He's in the background for a reason. Because he is giant man. Now, is Iron Man freakishly huge then, along with Thor? No, it's perspective, sir. And the perspective... Mm -hmm. Here's... I sent the other one. So we're talking about Avengers number four. The cover for Avengers number four, right? And it shows uh, Cap, Giant Man, Wasp, Iron Man, Thor. Um, from Avengers issue four. That's the first thing we're talking about. And the reason, if you look, Sandwich, just to give you perspective, Thor and, and Giant Man are standing at the same point. And look how big he is over Thor. Do you see that? I wouldn't say he's... That's fine. That's fine. Let's look at... Wait, listen. Let's listen. This is way too much. It's not too much. I can stop whatever I want. It's not a problem. What? I, I'm going to have to get that into the soundboard. You can't hear it? No. Uh, I'll, I'll have to get it to the soundboard. What is it? It. Hold on. Let me see if I can get it where we can hear it. Well, while you're doing that, we're going to discuss Captain America number 100, which I also sent over. Okay. Right? Captain America 100 is when the uh, the magazine formerly known as Tales of Suspense, I think, becomes Captain America. On this, we have Black Panther, uh, Iron Man, Giant Man, Thor. Um, that is Sharon Carter in the green. Um, Wasp, Submariner, and of course, Cap in the front. And Giant Man... Way in the back, but really huge. Now, but see here, it's perspective. Even though he is really huge, you could achieve the same thing with a smaller figure, could you not? Well, while you're correct, I could achieve to an extent the same thing with a, a smaller could, figure. Could you not save 200 or so dollars? Well, the one I would use would be the build a figure which is about 
12 inches or so. And that one is going, that was going for quite a bit the last time I looked at it online. So the real question is, do I, let's, let's arguably say, let's say it's going for a buck and a quarter. Is it worth the extra money to go to a giant man that's truly a giant man? That's the question. And from my perspective, it is. And it is because it makes for, in my opinion, it makes for a much more dynamic display. What I would like to do, if I'm being honest, is I'd like to combine these two into one, dis these two images into one display. Because one, the cap on the cover of Captain America 100 is terrible. Kind of fucking poses that. What is he doing? It's fucking weird. Um, the cap on Avengers 4 is way better. Um, and even stuff like on the cap 100, Iron Man is kind of skulking in the background and not sort of fly leaping into action as you see him on Avengers 4. Um, I like the way that Giant Man looks on the cover of Avengers 4, but I think his positioning is much better on Cap 100. You don't have Sharon Carter in Avengers 4, but she was definitely sort of happening around that time. And I like that look for her. If you look into the history of what she's, that outfit she's wearing there, it's really interesting. You don't have Black Panther in the Avengers cover, who I, uh, who I think is an important part of the Avengers in this time period. I really like Thor in the Avengers cover, but not, again, not in the Cap 100. You have Submariner. Um, although Submariner mentioned in Avengers, on the Avengers 4 cover, he's not really posed out with the characters. So I think a combination of these two, especially that pose on Captain America in Avengers, the Avengers 4 cover, I think would be an amazing display. And so what I'd like to do is get, and I've already, most of this, is get the sort of, definitive versions of these characters and i mean that this era of these characters get the definitive version and have a display of of cap basically it's cap's return right and as we know another one of my wheelhouse is captain america so that's what i was going for and so why the real giant man because I think the Giant Man, the the Mar the Haslab Giant Man is going to be the best version of Giant Man. And so it, even if like, I probably will use, I don't know for certain if I'll use the 20th anniversary Captain America. I may. Um, I, I really haven't decided yet. But like if there was a better version of Captain America that came out after I had this display or Thor or anybody else, I would probably switch it out and keep updating the display with better versions of these characters, assuming that better versions came out. Much, I can stop whatever I want! This is way too much. It's not too much, I can stop whatever I want! <laughs> it's not a problem! <laughs> This is way too much. It's not too much. I can stop whatever I want. <laughs> it's not a problem. This is what you sound like, Kev. The deranged I, I ramblings of an insane mind. I can stop whatever I want. It's not too much. Can you believe this fucking shit? 
how did you get over to how did you get over to giant man how did you get over to giant man from <laughs> from this $1,500 Joker figure. You deflected no, I, to Giant I, Man. I asked Sandwich for, a, for for an example, and that's the one that he presented. Okay, so so let me ask you, Kev, as, as, okay. so we can we can wrap this up. You're, okay, Joker's your biggest wheelhouse. Yes? I would say yes. So, like, I don't, I don't know how to describe the, the perfect Joker collectible, but is there a maximum? What is the most that you would pay, like, for a Joker item if it was everything that you wanted? Is there a maximum? My firstborn child. <laughs> it isn't. It doesn't really work that way because it. Which, it, which I'm, means what? Bit. What is it? You know, I. I you know, uh, I, I okay. Hold on, iPad. Don't fucking make fun of me. I'll murder you. <laughs> He's salivating I, at the idea I of it met, in his brain. I met and path. I met Jerry Robinson, the guy that created the Joker, at least uh, at least fifty times, and never got a sketch from him because uh, you know. And I interviewed him, and I this and that and the other thing. And just his his little little handler guy goes, you know, you know. I wasn't. I would never been big on paying for sketches. And I didn't want to. And I was always like, I'm going to break down eventually and pay for that sketch. I never did. And Jerry Robinson sadly passed away. Right? If I had the opportunity right now to get a sketch of the Joker by Jerry Robinson, I would pay quite a bit for it. I mean, let me be very specific. I mean, a live one done for me in my sketchbook i'm not buying somebody else's sketch i'm talking very specific but that's a specific example of something i would pay a lot for because one i have complete and utter regret that i didn't do it the many many times that i had the opportunity um and uh, and so, so, so that's that's one example right are we talking about something classic are we talking about something new you know i was a big fan of that joker movie the joaquin phoenix joker movie but the argument can be made and sandwich can make it because we've talked about this a lot of times although it is a version of the joker it is not my favorite version of the joker but it is a version of the joker and as such representing him in my collection is important to me is it this important Arguably, I would uh, I would say to you that I wouldn't have to go this this deep in order to be satisfied with having a uh, having this character displayed in my Joker collection. However, however, there is something. Well, I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> You know, sandwich I'm and I can just go get a sandwich. Go, we can just go hang out somewhere else. It. You could just talk for the next half hour, trying to justify this fifteen hundred dollar purchase. We can come back. You'll still be going. All, oh, hold on. First of all, I haven't made a fifteen hundred dollar purchase. That's number one. Number two, if any of them, like I said, the bathroom dancing scene and the red suit Joker would be the two that I want. I can't get them independently. Right. Three. I have a singular, singular Jared Leto 12-inch Joker in my collection. One, because even that piece of shit 
version of the character. I have one version of it in my collection. So I'm not justifying anything. All I'm saying is the argument can be made that this purchase supports my collection and my wheelhouse that I have clearly laid out is important to me. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing, Sandwich? What's with the bobblehead? What, are you making fun of me? Is that what you're doing? I'm just saying. <laughs> be sure to follow the show on all the social medias it's a uh, big Kev, it's a uh, geek stuff tng on the facebooks the twitters the instagrams the threads support the show over on the patreon and maybe uh, you can see this live video if you're at the ten dollar tier uh we're gonna recording it through zoom and we'll see if we can upload that to uh to the beautiful uh patreon um you have access to the discord server for a dollar a month at three dollars a month it's the early brit special five dollars a month you get the vintage episodes of big kev's geek stuff you can find me the producer west coast scott as pi day scott on instagram and uh, twitter and x and threads i guess um i think i'm i have a facebook but that's only for the show i don't really use it for anything personal what about you sandwich where are you on the social medias uh you can find me on instagram at fat dumbledore apparently i might have a twitter now <laughs> um, someone have made me a twitter F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. Mr. Kev, where you be? I don't even know. I'm beside BK, myself. BK Geek Stuff on on everything. That's not uh, Xbox. Except Xbox where I'm Big Kev GS. He's just beside himself now. I'm just disappointed. You That's know, all. it's not fun. You know. It's not funny. It's not fun. I take this very seriously. I try to explain myself to you guys. I could feel the anger. Oh, you're mocking me. I thought you were actually, <laughs> you were actually being supportive of me there. Oh, boy, that was a slip. <laughs> Other things have also happened, which which have now ruined my afternoon, which, which we'll discuss in a minute. All right. You want to take this show to what do we want to call this one? Just another episode, right? Just another episode where, where we bash me for having a collection. Who bad? You see some of these guys, other ones with collections? You see some of them? Oh, what about ism? What about them? What about them? Sandwich. Yeah, but they live on the same hemisphere as their collection. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You don't have a, thanks you don't have a thanks fucking, for reminding me. You don't have a curator. Thanks. How many of them have a curator? How many of them will need a separate warehouse and wings? Like, this is the Joker wing where all of our Joker displays are. The product archive. <laughs> It'll be a wonderful display. From and sea with that. to shining sea. I'm done. And with that, we will bring this episode of Bash Big Kev to a close. Episode 750, the one we called Just Another Episode. Uh, we'll bring it to a close the way we end some shows by saying... Good night, Toby Keith. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. <laughs>
work, how your boss is a jerk. We talk about your church and your head when it hurts. We talk about the troubles you've been having with your brother, about your daddy and your mother and your crazy ex-lover. We talk about your friends and the places that you've been. We talk about your skin and the dimples on your chin. The polish on your toes and the run in your holes. And God knows we're going to talk about your clothes. You know talking about you makes me smile. But every once in a while, I want to talk about me. want to talk about I. want to talk about number one. Oh, my, me, my. What I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. I like talking about you. But occasionally, I want to talk about me. I want to talk about me. We talk about your dreams and we talk about your schemes, your high school team and your moisturizer cream. We talk about your Nana up in Muncie, Indiana. We talk about your grandma down in Alabama. We talk about you guys of every shape and size, the ones that you despise and the ones you idolize. We talk about your heart, about your brains and your smarts and your medical charts and when you start. You know talking about you makes me grin. But every now and then, I want to talk about me, want to talk about I, want to talk about number one. Oh my, me, my, what I think, what I like, what I know, what I want, what I see. I like talking about you, 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 you believe. But occasionally, I want to talk about me. I want to talk about me. Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs> <laughs>